Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So about Michael Jordan, how you going to hit from outside the finals? You can't even get in. Welcome to the Basketball Addicts Podcast. Today is going to be an interesting episode. Why? It's because it's going to be our 10-minute podcast reaction podcast, but we had technical difficulties last night. So we will be going over the LA Clippers versus the Phoenix Suns Game 3 and the Atlanta Hawks the in the Milwaukee Bucks Game two in the same podcast, and we're also going to talk touch over the Trey Young. Can he be as good as Steph Curry? Is he going to have that kind of potential? Uh, we're going to hit all of that in this podcast. We're going to do it, you know, give you guys some hot takes so you guys can talk about it and, you know, get some information, see what you guys think about what we're saying. And yeah, that's what direction we're going to go today. So, Chris, what's your reaction to the uh, Clippers beating? beating Chris Paul's sons in game three, first game back. First Crazy things win. first, okay. it's not the Chris Paul sons, it's the Devin Booker sons. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. That is his You're... team. Chris Paul is a integral piece of that team, but that is Devin right. Booker's team. Right. Second thing is I am shocked and appalled yes. about, about this because I was for sure that the Phoenix Suns were going to just take the entire game and yes. just it was going it's over. Remember I said in the last in the last 10 minute podcast in our last hot takes I just said it like the Clippers are have their back against the wall. Like this is a must win right. game for them. And I expected right. them to come out shooting and firing and stuff like that. So I'm I'm just shocked that the Phoenix weren't able to close it out, but mm. as I was watching that game it was the Clippers were leading early and then it got really mm. close and it was like back and forth. And then the Clippers just pulled away. So one thing I do want to say is that I do want to say that Paul George had a great game, but it was not the Paul right. George show. It was the, it was the Pat Beverly show. Pat Beverly had some integral plays during this game that led them to a win. Yeah. He was, he was playing he really was, good defense. He was giving Devin Booker the business defensively. And that's mm-hmm. what won this game because Devin Booker couldn't get his shots off. Yeah, I could see that. He was really playing great defense in that game. Uh, I feel like this is probably one of his his better defensive performances I've seen. Uh, it wasn't like he was just being a pest just to be a pest. He was pressing all the way up the court to make him work. You know what I mean? He made him work so much. You could tell that, you know, uh, Devin Booker was kind of getting tired by the end of it. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it worked for them. Uh, Chris Paul had a good game assisting. And, you know, had 15 and 12 is pretty solid first game back. Uh, but, you know, the game is really defined, in my opinion, is Paul George, man. 
Paul George had 18 assists and 15 rebounds. This man was the best player on the floor and shot 27% from three-point range, which you and I both know he shoots way better than that. You know what I mean? Like, he's attacking the rim. He's playing with force. He's playing with momentum. He is just... He is showing everybody how great he is, which is really great. I love a story like this because, I mean, Chris, what do you call him? (laughs) What do you call him? (laughs) The most consistently inconsistent player ever. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. You call him Playoff P, right? Like, it's there is a brand that he earned last playoffs when he was having mental health issues. And I love to see a guy come back and whether the storm carry a team without Kawhi Leonard in an upset in the semifinals over the jazz to the Western conference finals. That's absolutely phenomenal. It's a great story for him. Very proud of him. But I also think that this may be a little bit of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? An unreal comparison. Basically what I'm getting at, people are going to see this, the LA Clippers getting the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi Leonard and be like, oh, next year they're going to be so much better. Yeah, They're going to be an NBA championship contender. It does not work like this. You know what I mean? Because we've seen that this combination of these two is just one of those bad pairings where their skill set and their game is so similar. You know what I mean? You're asking Paul George to just play in the perimeter when we all see throughout the series that he has a mid-range game, he has a turnaround game, he can attack the basket, and he can track the basket and has that post fade not the post fade away, but there's like this turnaround, like you're like about to fake a layup, and he turns back around, and it's just that fade away that he loves from like yeah. six feet out. Like he's he scores from similar places on the floor as Kawhi Leonard when Kawhi Leonard's not there, which is scary. Because that's not a pairing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that this pairing will never work for a championship run. But I, I love Paul George as a player. And I think that if um, just they probably won't trade him because they'll want to, you know, they'll be encouraged by what they had this season. You know what I mean? Kind of like fool's gold type of thing. Yeah. But uh, if he went to another team, that had like a a Damian Lillard, like him paired with Dame Dollar would be special, right? I mean, that would that's the kind of guy that he needs with him. And Kawhi Leonard, I think, needs a different guy than a wing. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make much sense. So, uh, you know, but I, I love Paul George. I love the the way that the you know Reggie Jackson's playing really well. Uh, they definitely need as much scoring on the floor as possible. I love the fact they're actually giving Luke Kennard minutes. Because he runs around the floor a lot. He creates a lot of distractions. You know what I mean? He's like, so, you know, he's, he's pretty good. So I, uh, yeah, I think that it was a good, it was a good game for them. It was a great win. And they're probably going to get, still lose, lose the series in my opinion, but Hey, they pulled out a game. So it's impressive. Yeah. You have any I other takes? I feel, I think they're still going to lose the series. I feel like mm-hmm. Devin Booker is going to, he's going to, he's going to step into another level into another realm of basketball that we haven't seen yet because he's gonna have to i mean like the way this team is playing they're firing on all cylinders i mean like pat beverly is this was his best offensive game you know what i mean that i've Mm -hmm. seen best defensive game like he's just on top of things like like i said like pat beverly i mean like pat beverly is not the star of the show but Mm -hmm. i mean like they wouldn't have won without him right 
And then on the other side, I mean, you have Phoenix, the fact that Devin Booker couldn't get off like he wanted to. I mean, then mm-hmm. he, he forced other people to beat you. And then Cameron Payne got hurt. So that's what kind of messed it up. The fact that he was like out for a yes. little bit. And he, you know what I mean? Now you got to see like, how is he going to come back t- today? I think he did play today. And um, yeah, if he can come back healthy, like maybe if he can like sit this game out and then play the next game. They're they're winning the rest. Yeah, I think so. I think they'll get momentum and win the series. But it, it's a good game, you know. They're not going to get swept now, so great for them. Yeah. Are you ready to move into the uh, Bucks Hawks? Yeah, that disappointment. Uh, yeah. So let's 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 talk about the Trey Young thing first. Um, Trey Young comparison to Steph Curry. What's your what's your take on that broadly? And then I'll, I'll go. Um, so I can see the similarities, um, Mm -hmm. in the game, you know, Steph Curry revolutionized the point guard, um, position for the smaller guard to be effective. You know what I mean? He won two back-to-back unanimous. I mean, he won two back-to-back MVPs. One was unanimous. Um, and he was just, you know, he fires on all cylinders. He's, he's a great three-point shooter. He's great in the pick and roll because he's always cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting, trying to find a spot. He really hovers around a three-point line, but he can break you down right. and get inside. Um, and that's kind of what Trey Young does. So I feel like if the ceiling is Steph Curry, if he was mm-hmm. watching Steph Curry, like during the 2015, 2016, 2017 seasons, um, mm-hmm then he could probably could go higher than Steph Curry. If yeah, Steph Curry's I, uh, a blueprint, he can he can jump above him. Why do you say that? I just feel like okay, so take I'm like really just take what I'm saying with a grain of salt, like what I'm about to say next. So mm-hmm. Kobe emulated Mike. Because Mike was that guy, greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Steph is like Mike to Trey's Kobe. In a way. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like they I mean, yeah. his their game is so similar. Right. So like I said, like, please do not cancel me for this. Like, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. Just listen to the comparison. So what I'm saying is that Kobe aspired to be like Mike and greater than Mike. Trey Young mm. has every potential and all the potential in the world to be greater than Curry. If not yeah. on the same level. Okay. Because he has the team. You know, like think about the Warriors team, how it was the, the Warriors team was drafted, except for like they traded for Andre Iguodala. Mm-hmm. The Atlanta Hawks team is drafted, except for they traded for Danilo Gallinari and uh, Bogdanovich like that team is like these are like young teams who are well coached who yes. like we're going to see Trey Young in the finals very soon mm-hmm. if not this year and then yeah. once he breaks that barrier and once he breaks the ceiling he's going to win yeah because that team's going to be firing on all cylinders mm-hmm. they already are I mean I'm so very surprised about what happened. Uh, we're not going to get into it until it's time to get into it, but I'm very surprised mm-hmm. about that game. Very surprised about it. Yeah. But go ahead. Well, I just want the listener to know, we did not plan this out, yeah. but I could not agree more. <laughs> because we have the Evolution of Basketball podcast. 
right? Yeah, you're right. Every generation learns from the past generation. Allen Iverson comes in the league. Now every guard in the league, the top 10 guards in the league have Allen Iverson's handle, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's special like that now. And, and honestly, the here's, here's the realm I'm going to put him in. He, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry are not as good of passers as a 22-year-old Trey Young mm. right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he has that passing ability, but he is not yet as good at shooting from the deep three-point range, even though he did that in college and he shows flashes of doing it. He can't do it at the consistency and the same level of you know, percentage and the ability to do it like as well as those two. Right. Right. So he doesn't have that in his game yet. And he does not have Steph Curry's off the ball movements yet. Mm-hmm. He does not have that mastered yet. So this came kid is 22. I, I don't feel like calling him a kid that he's 22. Right. Mm-hmm. With the pick and roll. Basically that's what he's dominating off of and beating people off the dribble. So once he learns how to do that thing, the thing that he's already shown flashes of doing at 22, he's going to put in years of work and then he's going to have the range of Jamie Lillard and Steph Curry. And if he learns how to move off the ball, like Steph Curry, he can be, I don't know if he's going to be able to be as great of a shooter, like all time. You know, Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. It's hard to, it's hard to declare somebody that, you know what I mean? Because you never know how somebody's going to develop. And I mean, Steph Curry must put in so many hours. I know Trey Young works on his game, but I don't know if he works on his game like Steph works on his game. You know what I mean? We don't really know these guys, mm-hmm. so I don't. I don't want to pronounce Trey Young as the future greatest shooter of all time, right? But you know, like if Damian Lillard can do it, even when he didn't have that in his bag when he came in the league, and Trey Young comes in the league with a little bit of it in his bag, it's very possible. Right. And all the off ball movements that Steph Curry does, you could do with Trey Young. Maybe that's the next evolution with the Hawks is moving off the ball. Maybe, I don't know, John Collins is a really great distributor, but finding somebody you can have at the forward position that can distribute the ball around the court and then, you know, they can run off screens and, you know, all the stuff Steph Curry's has a master class in, mm-hmm. you know, if he learns those things. And then you could see the possibility of him becoming a better version of Steph Curry. I, I agree with you that the upside is there, but it's hard to know if he's going to develop that way because, you know, he's his own person, his own player, but I don't really see him as like a super great attack the rim all the time type of guy. So yeah. I'm sure that he's going to develop in that way and like a stuff, but, you know, we... We love to see it. It's an evolution of the NBA. Players always become better than the past. But, you know, it's hard to say that he's going to become a better shooter than Steph or at that level, but it's possible. It's definitely possible. So it's definitely possible, yeah. Um, I kind of yeah. lost my train of thought. Uh, the potential is definitely there. I feel like that's the right wording. Yeah. He's 22. Yeah. I would say so. I would say the potential's there. He just has to learn. You know, he has to learn. He has to mm-hmm. learn to stop shooting the modern games. Yeah, but when he's if Steph you know, your Curry was shooting those shots, you would let him shoot it. Yeah. Right? Dame Dollar shoots those shots, you let him shoot it. Like he's just gotta get to that level. Right. Um so yeah, you ready to transition to the game or you have anything else on Trey Young? No, I'm good. Let's go. Okay. So we're gonna be talking about a blowout here. I mean, the basically, usually when you look at stats, there's like DNPs for the back of the bench. 
So when you know Elijah Bryant's playing 10 minutes and Jordan Nawara uh, playing uh, 12, <laughs> they got blown out. Yeah. Um, Giannis Antetokounmpo was ridiculous in this game, playing with so much force, playing, attacking the rim. He was really dominant. Uh, the Bucks did do what we talked about in the last podcast, and they fixed their drop coverage with Brooke Lopez. Uh, he wasn't as far away, far towards the basket, so that really messed with Trey Young. And uh, I think this was a game of, you know, now that they took away that from Trey Young, Trey Young, what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. Right? This is the this is the time that's going to see how far is his bag developed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they're going to try to take away this pick and roll. Um, I feel like that didn't get terrible looks, so I think that they won't get blown out for the rest of the series. You know what I mean? I don't really see them getting swept all the way through, but I'm I'm sticking with my pick for Milwaukee to win in six. I think they'll probably have another game where they score a lot of points. Oh, Cam Reddish played. Oh, wow. He might be able to be an impact guy. Cam Reddish literally just played his first game. Like, I've seen maybe until since midseason, he's been hurt for a long time. Yeah, that's big for them. He's a, he's a talent. Um, so that might be a nice addition. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be really interesting to see what how how he does. Um, so yeah, this this team is pretty good, man. I I love watching you know good basketball. Drew Holiday's playing phenomenal. I mean, this is probably the best version of Drew Holiday we've ever seen. He's averaging 27 points in this playoff so far. I mean, not in the playoffs, in the Eastern Conference Finals so far, but he's he's really phenomenal, and it's just... Yeah, this this was a good game for the Bucks, and uh, not too much to say, but that's, that's about where I'm at right now. What do you think, Chris? I'm upset. I'm appalled and shocked. Because I was really hoping for the you know Atlanta Hawks to come out and fire on all cylinders again and get some right. wins, but it's just that I'm starting to see, but I'm not changing my pick. That you mm-hmm. know the the Bucks are just they're really talented. They have a lot mm-hmm. of talent on there, and then when those role players, you know, get going, when the Chris Middleton's okay, yeah, he's a he's an all star, but he's an all star role player. When he gets mm-hmm. going and stuff like that, and then you get Drew Holiday to play some good defense and to get going, then there is it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true, bro. The role players of Milwaukee did have a really good game, and you know they're a three point shooting team too. So sometimes they can have runs where they get hot, like you know, like the Utah Jazz can have games in the playoffs where they get hot too. That's kind of the way their team is built. They have a deep list of guy, a three and D guys. So. You know, it's the Bucks are a really good team. I I have them when we did the Eastern, when we started talking about the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. I picked them for the NBA championship, and I'm sticking to it. Still, I, I think they'll. I think they have enough firepower. And uh, yeah. So, do you have anything else to say? Oh, that's crazy because like in the first po- in the first podcast we did in this of the playoff series, I had the Bucks going to the uh, to the finals. Oh, you did? That's right. You might become the real prophet of the podcast. <laughs> but I don't want to see the Bucks win. I want to see Atlanta win. But I mean, I might, I might have already. I want to see it. I want to see Atlanta. I want to see Atlanta versus Phoenix. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be yeah, I think it's gonna be. Uh, I think at least it'll be good for. Like, I think fans will like to see if Chris Paul gets it or Giannis gets it. You know what I mean? I feel mm-hmm. like. The fans will like that, so I feel like it's going to be good. Also, a quick update. 
the uh, Phoenix Suns versus Clippers game just finished and they won 84-80. So Phoenix won? Mm-hmm. Down up 3-1. Oh they are, oh my gosh, they are playing like, I mean, what, the Suns are like, that's such a low-scoring game, 84-80? Mm-hmm. It must have been a very defensive game. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. If you want to hear our breakdown of this interesting game, come check us out that tomorrow. We're going to be recording this podcast tomorrow, and it's going to come out. What was kind of a, probably Sunday that that'll podcast will be come out. So, uh, yeah, Sunday? No, today's Saturday. So, so, so Monday. yeah, that that podcast will come out Monday. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, you know, you guys want to hear about our breakdown of that close scoring game? You can come back and listen to us. We'll give you all the good information. All right, you got anything else, Chris? Um, go Atlanta, go Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see them. Win. I want to see them go, and I think that Phoenix will win the championship. They they're going to finish the Clippers off because there there's LeBron's not on the Clippers, so they're not going to yeah. down three one. That's OVO XL. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I'm Jason Collins, and I'm Chris Mohammed. We're the basketball addicts. Peace. Peace out. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.